I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Why, Cochran? Why? Do I need a reason? Mr. Kupfer was right, you know. I do love a good joke, and this is the best ever. A joke on the children. But there's a better reason. You don't really know much about Halloween. You thought no further than the strange custom of having your children wear masks and go out begging for candy. It was the start of the year in our old Celtic lands and we'd be waiting in our houses of wattles and clay. The barriers would be down, you see between the real and the unreal. And the dead might be looking in to sit by our fires of turf. Halloween. The festival of Samhain. The last great one took place 3,000 years ago when the hills ran red with the blood of animals and children. Sacrifices. Part of our world, our craft. Witchcraft. To us, it was a way of controlling our environment. It's not so different now. It's time again. In the end, we don't decide these things, you know. The planets do. They're in alignment, and it's time again. The world's going to change tonight, Doctor. I'm glad you'll be able to watch it. And... Happy Halloween.
almost time, kids. The clock is ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon, and remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it, and don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. Hey, sinners! I'm Shannon. <laughs> I'm Sean. And this is. Yeah. Sinful guts. Yeah, that pumpkin-y goodness. That is a pumpkin beer. Oh, the reason in we're cracking... In case you were wondering. The reason we're cracking up, sinners, is because uh, this is... This is... This is technically take two. Yeah, this is the sequel <laughs> to our episode. We've been talking for five minutes. And I looked at I Shannon hope it's only I... five minutes. I have no idea. And we... <laughs> and he realized, oh, I'm not recording. Hey, hey Shannon, fun fact... <laughs> What do you think about podcast rehearsals? Because <laughs> we we're, we're, we're literally doing one. Minutes. I mean, right now, I'm glad we didn't do it, but nothing would have been funnier is if we got to the end of the episode and I looked at you and said, oh, by the way. <laughs> I was going to say, thank God it was only five minutes in. <laughs> See this glaring red record bar? I forgot to hit that. So, sinners, hey, welcome. Here we go. Welcome so- to Sinful Cuts. <laughs> oh my god okay i feel winded <laughs> i feel winded too all right so what yeah i feel we're... like i'm saying everything all over again yeah, what are hearing... we doing again again <laughs> but you're hearing it for the first time so today's episode is going to be 2008's let the right one in and as i said to shannon five <laughs> minutes ago is this the best possibly the best vampire movie ever made and we're definitely going to hash that out and and see yeah and compare yeah, for sure. But it, it's definitely up there as one of my favorite vampire stories. Um, hands down. Hands down, yeah. Hands yes, down. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed the original novel by John Avide Lindquist. You nailed it for two... Yeah, we uh, already I, went through I, this game. I did. I had to practice saying his name. And air, I and Air I, high five. And oh, I totally yeah. got it. Great for the rehearsal. <laughs> I mean, now it's almost like the name's too easy. I know. John Avidae Lindquist, whoopity do. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna mess it up somehow. <laughs> it's a dangerous, dangerous amount of letters in that name for my stupid mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll primarily talk about the Swedish version. Uh, we, it's almost impossible not to dip in the novel a little bit as well as the oh, American I remake. Get in the novel. Yeah. Yes, one of the one of my favorite horror novels of all time. Yes. So, uh, so yeah, but so the primary focus again will be the Swedish version uh, film, but we'll. We'll uh, dive in a little bit of the um, the novel as well as the remake. Um, I've never seen the series you can't that find came it. out. You can't Wasn't find... it on Showtime? It was on Showtime, and I'm like, you know what would be great? Because Sinners, I, 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 I watched the the original Let the Right One In, and then immediately watched Let Me In, mm-hmm. the remake, mm-hmm. and um, then I wanted to finish it out, and I went on, and it is currently unavailable. So really? I think. I think there's some stuff going on with the Showtime properties and what they're going to get getting rid of because it's canceled Uh-oh. anyway. They only did it's one and done. They just yeah. I thought season. it was supposed to be like a mini series or something. I think did I, I read that wrong? I think it was supposed to go at least three oh, seasons, really? but they got it and oh. it just only lasts the one. But it's got, I mean, face kiss aficionado, uh, uh, Damien Bashir. Oh, who I adore. I love this guy. Okay, man. so um. Yeah, uh, look, it'll so, pop up on Showtime. Maybe a lot of disagreements or something with that. That's, I don't know. I'm like, come on, why don't you leave us the fuck alone? It's just a tiny little vampire show. Like, how, you mm. know, 
Can we all get along? You know? yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so you would I don't think, know. You would think so. I don't know why that's in business limbo right now, but for sure, it is an intellectual property. It's going to land somewhere. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I'll seek. I'll seek it out eventually, just to, just to, you cool. know, check it out. Sinners, if you have seen it, please, you know, give us a shout and let us know if it's, yeah, if it if worth, it's worth it? checking out. Yeah, for sure. Right, but cool. um, so okay. So before we get into it, we do have one blood letter. Yes, we're going to do a blood letter. This one's coming from Adam, and Adam asked. What is the best decade for horror? So we, um, thank you, Adam. I, thank you, Adam. Um, so I'm definitely going to keep my original answer that I said in the rehearsal. <laughs> yes, <laughs> in our rehearsal. <laughs> so we, uh, I would definitely say it was the '80s. It was, um, uh, but it was just like so, it was just so much more like experimental things going on, so much different ideas branching out, and I just think the um, the imagination factor of the practical effects um team was just at a all-time high yes and it like just what what the you know the projects that came out during that time were just so exciting you know what you did not say this in our dress rehearsal (laughs) and that was the practical effects angle i didn't even think about that and that is the whole argument right there and you win it you win the internet the interwebs (laughs) right now (laughs) that's what i mean like it was they built like like again i I don't know i mean we we went into a lot of it during our, our blob episode yep um, where, you know, either it was, it came from a little round piece of jello <laughs> to multiple, multiple freaking uh, parachute quilts yeah. injected with, uh, with milkshake thickener. Yeah. And then some wackos and it looked genius ho- wackos it are looked, like, this it, is going to work. It looked terrifying. Yes. <laughs> the, end, the end result was terrifying. D- d- those wonderful, fantastic people who work in the FX community, I'm I'm just so jealous, one, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, but also in awe that, you know, it's all this trial and error, like, hey, you know what, I, I, I did this on a, on, on a, sh- you know, a show, and, I, and and it worked out pretty well, and what do you do, and then, then they cobble it all together, and they end up with something like what we saw on The Blob, mm-hmm. or, I mean, come Just on. one example of millions of examples, Shannon, but... How do you, how do you even... I mean, I, I get it. We're kind of talking about the practical effects angle, and hands down, the winner is always going to be the '80s. Like you're, you're talking about Rob Oteen's work on The Thing and Rick Baker's work on American Werewolf in London. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, they're definitely sitting there screaming at the radio right now, going, "Well, what about the fucking story?" You know? <laughs> we no, had, I get, I get it. We had great stories in the I, '80s as well. I, yeah, I agree. I mean, you've got you've got a decade that that has. So the, the the birth, some some have the birth, you know, the flourishing and the death of, but you have so many different subgenres in the genre of horror in the 80s, from slasher to mm-hmm. creature feature to psychological, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, haunted house movies with poltergeist. You just, you really have every single movie that you could possibly want from horror, mm-hmm. some done by, you know, jobbers that you know produce incredible results and some done by just master masterful directors yeah you had such a variety yeah that's yeah we, so. we don't have that now i'm not saying that we don't have um you know talented really super talented yes and no. we have i feel like we just have a lot of piggybacks you right now i should correct my statement <clears throat> we have tons of individuals who are out there doing it we don't have the studio support like we did that's back true in the 80s. yeah so that's that's really not anybody's fault yeah no you're not you're not wrong yeah yeah but so our answer overall is answer to adam 
uh, the 80s. (laughs) But Adam, honestly, though, uh, check out 1958's The Blob. It's waiting for you. (laughs) It's a humdinger. (laughs) Oh, oh, it's a dinger. It's a dinger, all right. You know, if that old bitty lady walked in right now, she'd say, well, it's not a dinger. And I'll tell you why it's not a dinger, because the doctor's not going to be back for three weeks. (laughs) That motherfucker. You're never going to get over that. Oh, I'm going as her for Halloween. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Okay, so gang. All right. That was a great question, Adam. Thank you. Let's get into vampires, vampires, vampires. All right. So 2008's Let the Right One In. This was directed by Tomas Alfredson, um, who uh, later on became very much known for this film. And then 2011, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Which I blathered on at our dress rehearsal. Yes. I will just say, incredible movie. Watch it. (laughs) And then 2017's The Snowman, um, which we also said we didn't get a chance to watch, but we do plan to watch. I'm going to try it. I know it got the boots to it, but I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. I was a tra- I saw the trailer recently and I was intrigued enough to uh, to seek it out. So I'm, t- I'm totally going to seek it out for sure. Cool. All right. So um, so the general story of Let the Right One In, in case you are not aware. So it follows a boy named Oscar, an overlooked and bullied boy, finds love and revenge through Ellie, a beautiful but peculiar girl. Yes. So the where do we even begin? So the... as. Um, so like I said, the, the, the novel came out first, um, I forgot the year, my apologies, but, uh, I believe this film came out soon after it was, it was written and the, what, what made this work, uh, very, um, you know, because uh, apparently Lindquist is known as the Swedish Stephen King. Okay. You know, like he had, so it's, you know, and I'm actually intrigued to read because it wasn't until like I started researching this film to do this episode that I I never really went on to as much as, as much as I enjoyed his book, Mm -hmm. I never seeked out any other books that he has written and shame on me for, for doing that, for for not doing that. Okay. I will, I'll give you a spoiler alert. Mm -hmm. I, I read Harbor. I stopped after that. Okay. I'm not saying that John is a, is a one and done by any means. Mm-hmm. He has a lengthy catalog of books that that he's written. I just for me it's okay. it's let the right one in, but fair enough, I have not read all his works. Okay. But that seems to be like his one pool, you know. That's well, the Cracker Jack. And most likely because this one was a very personal story. Exactly how it came to him, I didn't really confirm that too much was did he just want to write a vampire story or was he thinking about his own childhood and the bullies that apparently bullied him and decided to write a revenge story? And I'm going to write a revenge and I'm going to say the term revenge story because in, um, in the book, Oscar, who's the main, uh, character, uh, 12 year old boy, uh, you know, kids are cruel, uh, bullied by these three kids uh, pretty relentlessly yeah. um, in the book and in both films, honestly. It's very Stephen King-esque, yeah. the bullying. Yeah. Because, I mean, Stephen King is just like, I mean, the maestro of bullies. Mm-hmm. This felt like, boy, it was so, I, I don't want to say identical, John's doing his own thing, but it just really reminded me so much of the, just like the Buddy Reppertons in Stephen King, you know, yeah. shit heels. Yeah, and uh, and apparently Linquist's, uh, you know, he was very much bullied as a kid, 
And he said that there were three... I don't know anything about what that feels like. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> I know nothing about it. There but there were there were three that bullied him, and he kept their first names. Sweet. In real oh, life. I love it. Yeah, in <laughs> real... And that's why I say revenge story, because if you know the ending, boy, oh boy. Oh. I mean, we'll definitely have to cut uh, break down that scene. But, uh, but yeah, it doesn't end well. I'm going to say, hands down, the best vampire ending to any vampire film mm-hmm. to, to date to date yeah and, and 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 i hold near dark so close to my heart i love that movie but let me tell you this movie it's it's almost like a documentary it's <laughs> like we're following this poor kid oscar around as he gets you know bullied left and right and then a vampire moves in and it's all captured yes in real time it's insane and when so now when you describe this uh this story again whether you're talking about the novel or the book because the swedish version tried keeping as close to the novel as possible and uh obviously there was there are a few things they definitely had to take out um i assume for time um and then i i also assume just uh, especially one specific scene i i don't know if they knew how to um collaborated on the screen for our eyes to understand ellie's turning out to be castrated yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like just maybe not understand because the american version did try they did try actually there's it's a deleted scene i was, I was gonna say in. i just watched there's, that movie yeah no it's a deleted scene that they tried wow. and then they were like and, and even when they were filming it like no this is fucking horrible because like, you have to remind yourself this is supposed to be happening to a 12 year old i'm crazy surprised that the american version even shot it good on matt reeves yeah i wish it stayed in yeah but okay but okay you know even i think th- they were just too disturbed while they filmed it you know what it, you it, know and, and it opens up a door that you don't i mean i guess you don't necessarily need to really you know explain it to death but it's tough to have a quick scene like they do in the swedish version where you just see the scarring you yes. see the um you know the the like the after effects yes you know Oh, by the way, I read I read that Ellie is about three hundred years old. Had you um in the in the book, I remember her being two hundred and fifty. Okay, okay, yeah. so like, all right, we've got so, yeah. this trauma, mm-hmm. and we just get a quick glimpse of it, and that's it. And I guess knowing that they would really have to explain more of it, maybe I'm okay with just that glimpse, and then because mm-hmm. th- then as a viewer, you're like, what? Okay, there's something that has gone on here. Yes, that now I think i understand why she's saying i'm not really a girl because yes. we're just assuming that she's saying that I'm, she's, a vampire. I'm a vamp yeah that, yeah. I'm, that i'm not i'm not a human okay yeah. i don't know maybe i'm maybe i'm liking it more now that it is so ambiguous and it just lets us connect the dots it's i yeah it allows you to connect the dots i liked how um because again like you can say the story and it sounds very very simple but really when you dive into it it's so poetic on so many levels, like the fact that it, it's um, even like um, it, it starts off like in the cold, how they meet at a, um, at, a at like a frozen playground, you know, like and they're just they're both like tortured souls, yeah. you know, like obviously Oscar is, uh, you know, very bullied. And he also has uh, and this is really interesting, too, in um, I don't know if I honed in on it too much in the American version, but definitely in the Swedish version, because I remember um uh, uh, Alfredson talking about this. So Oscar's parents are separated, right? 
and he primarily lives with his mom. He'll go and visit his dad from time to time. But, uh, but his dad, uh, you know, they, they kind of dip into that. His dad has an alcohol problem and his mom, I guess, overworks to support, you know, as a single mom's trying to support the family. So she's not really around and she doesn't even seem to be present even when she's physically there, when she's physically home. They have little moments here and there, but she's always like all the adults in his life if you like remember like the the filming like they're always like kind of in the background they're kind of turned away they're kind of blurred out you're spot on in the american version matt reeves purposely doesn't even show the mom's full face not in any shot yeah not really no no i mean you don't yeah. know who the person is so yeah. it's just, the, just this you like figure yeah, you, know? you hear her, and and they decided to skip out on um, the dad altogether. I think he only talks to him on the phone. On the phone. Yeah, yeah, like quickly, and uh, and and he's still like, "Where's your mom? Get your mom on the phone." Like he's he just he kind of shoots. So basically, like the the point is, is that like he just he feels like he has nobody, you know, and that's definitely Ellie's character as well. And by the way, sometimes I'll dip into Abby and Owen. Abby and Owen, the names were changed uh, for the American version. Um, you know why? Who knows? But you know, I, I, because we're not Swedish. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure. I, <laughs> I thought, I thought the Swedish version captured the loneliness of Oscar. And all right, sinners, I, I, I watched the Matt Reeves version. Let me in. And and I, I liked it. Don't get me wrong. I liked it. I like it as as its own movie. I get I get the people pissed off about the differences. I I think without those differences though, then it's just like a shot for shot remake. I feel and, like I'm gonna come off saying I it, it's gonna and, sound like I didn't like this movie much at all mm -hmm. because I'm gonna be comparing it to the original. Yeah. I, I definitely liked it. But it's way less than if, the Swedish version. If Matt Reeves came across and made it first if he can made and he made this version first i think i would have been more mad because i'm like yeah you definitely you you missed the you point. missed it. you missed yeah. you missed like certain key points from the novel but now we have it already it you know tomas alfredson did it yeah, already now we have it you know, so Matt Reeves decided, like, oh, let me let me transition. Maybe just a, f a few differences. A lot of a lot of parts are, like, again, shot by shot. What yeah. they say, you know, like maybe not necessarily the angles and everything, but but the playground to me looked almost exactly the same. Like in the con the condo co op, wherever it is, the apartment uh, area that they live, that almost looked identical. Yeah. Even though I know th they filmed this in Sweden, they filmed this one in Albuquerque. Like they were like two completely different spots. But they looked spot on, and then the, you know, and the same thing uh, with the puzzle, um, the Rubik's, the Rubik's cube. cube, um, you know. So it, they have a lot of similarities, but again, like the, the differences, I I've come to kind of appreciate because, um, you know, okay, so the the original, uh, and I'm I'm just gonna kind of call him a familiar because it's the best way to describe it. I was it, just calling him Renfield. The <laughs> So it's, but it, but it, you know, but like, yeah, but anybody who like, I feel like that's just like the terminology everybody goes with now. Like it, it's not really said in the novel or anything, but so Ellie pretty much has like a familiar <laughs> in the Swedish version. His name is Hakan. And then I forgot his name in the American version. Forgive Richard me. Richard Jenkins plays the familiar. Oh, he just plays the father. 
He doesn't even have a name. name. I forgot about that. So that that's why I can't remember his name because okay. he doesn't have one. But Richard Jenkins is is the same is is the that character in the American version. So the difference is is, is that Hakan is very much a pedophile. Oh yes. <laughs> and the you know and there's things in, that happen more so in the novel that um that you never see again maybe it was timing maybe it would have been very disturbing i i'm not really too sure it, it's you know the, again i would i would definitely read the novel because it's after the hospital scene there's actually a lot more there's like a whole nother scene yeah that happens with hakan yeah and then uh but either way getting away from myself so um what happens to uh hakan because he eventually gets caught um and he, i think it's like in a gym or the the basketball no, it's like yeah like a gym okay like he tries to get like why well, I, I don't know where what he was thinking though i'm like you didn't wait for everybody to i don't know whatever like like why wouldn't you right, think we, that we need to talk about that okay we need to talk about that because <laughs> it's so it's so he you think that he has been doing this and and you'd be right for years, if not decades. Right. And he'd be pretty good at this. Yeah. So his, like, haphazard, kind of half-assed, almost looking to get caught mm -hmm. way he's going about these mm -hmm. killings that we see, leads me to believe that he's done. Yeah. And he just really does want to get caught. He just wants to be, get, be out of this familiar life. Yeah. Um, that he's leading. So that's why I thought, like, and also, the inclusion of, of the acid, like, the... the this guy was playing out his end game regardless. Right. Like he was either going to end up in jail or he was going to kill himself. It ends up, you know, he chose B, but I felt like this was purposeful. Yeah. Like he just wasn't, he couldn't possibly, if he was this much of a jackass and so bad at being a familiar, he would not have been a familiar for so, what's for implied so long, to be a yeah. pretty, pretty damn long time. Right. Yeah. Now in let me in and correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't it revealed that Richard Jenkins is actually a, a uh, an Oscar, a, so a, yeah, so they so they they version one Oscar, yeah. So th this in this version, um, they met when they were kids, and he fell in love with her then. And basically, what's happening with Owen and Abby? Basically, they kind of hint that that's happened already with you know who's now known as the father. Because uh, he does come across a picture of the two of them. So, and like, he's been doing he, it for, what, 35, 40 yeah, years? Yeah, and he ages, and obviously she does not, and that's kind of where we're at. That's the, um, you know, that's the th that's a very clear choice. So the Swedish version, you and I are on the same page. They're almost that, like, a, like an old married couple by that point. Yes. Where, you know, like, it, it, the, uh, the original idea, they just have an understanding. Yes. Like, it's an understanding. Like, because I know, like, again, they, they don't do this in the film, but in the book, like, he'll just ask her to remove her clothes and she'll stand naked in front of him. Oh, he's very much a pedophile. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In, Oh, in yeah, the yeah, book. yeah, 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 yeah. She, she, and she even mentions, like, I think only, like, a couple of, uh, like, I think, I want to say it's, like, a handful of years she mentions in the book when she's talking about it, uh, you know, when Oscar picks up on what she is. Yeah. Um, you know, like, and then, uh, you know, he's like, well, then who the hell is that guy? Like, is he, a you know, like, I don't know if he asks, is he a vampire too, but he just. And then know. the other side to that coin is then you've got Hakan looking at Oscar like, oh, well, this, there's my replacement, you know, and, and I think there's some jealousy there because he does say to her, please, please don't go me see him won't. again. Yeah. Yeah. But, and I'm not, and I'll admit, I'm not too sure because I don't remember that part in the book uh, and how, like, 
you know, like if he has a thought process, if it, you know, if it, what goes on in his mind. Um, but I, I'm not sure. Like, is he, does he, is he, is it out of jealousy or is it, you know, like, oh, that boy might be in danger because you're a fucking vampire. Oh, that's a good point. You know, or like maybe he, he just he, doesn't want him to have eventually the life that he has. Yeah. If she is kind of grooming him to be the next familiar. Right, right. That's a good point. Yeah, so oh. I'm not, so I'll admit I'm not too sure where, what his angle was, um, whether he thought he was protecting um, whether he was protecting Oscar or if he was just being selfish. Yeah. Like, jealous. you know, you're mine and that's it. It's a great thing about it this movie. Been, it could be a little bit of both. There's so many layers to this movie. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about it. Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's, let's do this. Let, let's, let's just stick with the Swedish one for the time being. Sure. Cause I know we can bounce back and forth, but let's stick with the Swedish one for the time being. Yeah. Just cause I want to get into, to a couple of things that I don't know. You you gotta help me out here. <laughs> you really gotta help me out because Sinners, I I just love this movie. I love this movie for for a couple of reasons. You know, it's it's what people and I do not like this term, and I know Shannon does neither. It's what people call elevated horror, and I was just doing quotes with my fingers. <laughs> uh, they call elevated horror, which they're now putting on movies like Robert Eggers and um uh uh you know the Lighthouse and um. Uh, the witch, the witch, the witch, yes, and Ari Aster with Hereditary in mid Midsommar, mm-hmm. and it's so goddamn condescending. You know, horror is horror. You know, the, the, the different people get involved in it with different skill levels, and it runs the gamut from real garbage to Oscar winning. You know, but, but don't this elevated horror title is really rubbing me the wrong way these days um, because it's just unnecessary. So anyway, with the yeah, climb down from my soapbox. So I don't hurt myself. Um, this, this did get a this got a lot of recognition for for being above the the norm, right? Which it completely earns. I mean, this is like this is like you know, I, Jesus, uh, like a Bergman film, and then all of a sudden they layer this intense, insane uh, vampire story on top of it. It's like it's like you're watching Manchester by the Sea, but he's a werewolf. Yes, <laughs> you know? it's, like, it's it's and it's. I love I love this kind of movie because there are, if you were to take out the horror elements it would still be an incredibly engaging drama. Yeah. You know? Yeah, cuz yeah, cuz it's not just a vampire film like the, it's almost kind of like uh like an underlayer in a way where it just happens to be a vampire film I think, yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean the even even look at how the movie starts with with him being horrifically bullied and Ellie doesn't even come in until the cab shows up. 10 minutes into the film. Yeah. You know, we didn't even start with her. This is Oscar's movie. Yes, it's all for his point of view. And Oscar's, his story is a sad, sad story. Yeah, it you know? is. I think it's a little bit more sad in the book as well. Like, it's just, oh, you know, like, I for, can't say enough good things about that damn book. I know, me too. I gotta reread it now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, curses! Damn you. <laughs> um, but no, he's a, he's a very, very tortured soul and, um, you know, like, like, like anywhere, like anywhere he goes, okay. you know, at home, at, at school. Can I ask you a question? And I, I, I need your opinion on this because okay. I'm, I don't know. Okay. Is Ellie targeting Oscar as the next familiar because she has some sort of affection for him or is it because she's a 250 year old vampire 
which means that she has a maturity of someone who's 250 years old. Why would she be uh, attracted? And I don't want to turn it into a sexual thing. I, I, I just mean, like, why would she be compelled to pick Oscar? You know, does she see something in him that reminds her of himself? You know, because we know Ellie is a boy. Like, right. I'm so confused. So, okay, so the she does mention... Um... I don't think she mentions it in the American version, but in the, in the original version, she mentions to him, cause it, like you can hear him say like, uh, he's repeating what the, what the bullies say to him. Yes. Right. And he has the knife in his hand and he's visualizing squeal like a pig, squeal like a pig and he's stab he's stabbing the, uh, the tree, you know, outside or whatever. Keep in mind, she can hear him. Yes. She hears him. So she's like, what is this all about? You know, and then she and oh, she, and now she sees a little twelve-year-old kid stabbing. So she's like, "Is what's happening?" So that's my thing. Is she? Is she? I like, think she was like, "What? What is? What's going on?" And then you know, and he grabbed her attention. Or is she like, "Oh, I'm literally hearing this kid's CV, and he checks the boxes. He is, uh, you know, will kill, will kill for me. Has no problem stabbing. You know, like is she checking off the boxes of like?" Yeah, this kid fits the bill because this guy's this guy Hakan is on his way out because the dude's in his mid sixties, late fifties, yeah. early sixties. Yeah, it's possible it started off that way. It's very possible. Now, I'm... I I do think that yeah, I mean, I think she she just heard him was intrigued to to check it out, uh, and then they started a conversation and they immediately started um maybe not immediately but friggin. Because that was what was supposed to... At least that's how it was written. I just happened to know that. Like, it was written that they start, like, a like a, just a romantic um, liking to each well, other. that holds true. And I'll tell you, my theory, this theory, kind of goes out the window when Ellie comes back to the pool to save him. Had she just been looking for a new familiar, and then she's like, like, I gotta get out of here. She just would have kept going. So the fact that she comes back, I think, does demonstrate that there is some sort of connection there. Right. But still, like, the end of the movie in both versions is Ellie's in a trunk, uh, uh, Owen uh, slash Oscar are on a train, destination mm -hmm. unknown, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, they're just tapping and doing their little Morse code. Mm -hmm. And that's great. Mm -hmm. It's a great little ending in the movie, and everyone's they, happy. Do, do you know what they say? What? So you hear her first, and then he does it first. <laughs> the it, it was the word was kiss. Oh. They kissed each other. Okay. Ooh. Okay. And boop. I, <laughs> right. Shannon's booping the microphone. And I hate look, technically I'm booping the sinners, but you got it. You got this it. this is such a nice tender moment, <laughs> and I hate to ruin it. Bye. <laughs> I hate to ruin it by saying I can't help myself. Hold on, like, hold on. Let me get my beer. Yeah, I'm like, okay, okay, Oscar. What's the plan after the train stops? I am so happy you asked that. I am pointing hard at Sean right now. I'm getting pointed at. I am so happy Sinners. you asked. Okay, let now, me have it. We let all know. It. Now, Sean, we all know you love books, right? I love books so much. <laughs> so apparently. I learned <laughs> Join us just recently that Lindquist wrote a sequel. A short story version. Okay. To, I'm listening. 
continuing their story a little bit. How old is Oscar now? Let the old dreams die. Was it about him trying to fuck I that trunk off the train I, platform? I can't tell you that. Okay. <laughs> I can't tell you anything. Because that's all I kept thinking about. Because, it, because it, honestly, age is, is, a, is indeed a factor, and it tells you all you need to know. Okay. Oh. Let the old ones die. Okay. Let the I, old dreams die. Old dreams die. Yeah. I literally, I, ju- I literally just borrowed it. Okay. Um, for my Libby app because um, I, I don't know. All right. I, so you gotta read. I, it and I have then a you library. Gotta, you, you gotta let us know at a later episode. Oh yeah, for All sure. Right, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, and cool, again, cool. and there's other stories involved that unrelated. It's 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 again, it's another like we were talking earlier before about um, you know, Stephen King's like short version. Oh yeah, yeah. Short stories. So this is very much like that. Um, so it's one of the stories that continues Ellie and Oscar's oh, man, I gotta, story. I got to read that. Right? Okay. All right. Okay. All so. Right. Consider it done. Um, I got to read that. that mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. All so, right. So, ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to leave the podcast right now and go, and go get this book. This is going to torment me now. Mm-hmm. All right. That's what, I, but I love it. I love it. All right, so there is a continuation to the yes. story that that could possibly answer the questions that I have because I was very concerned that a thirteen-year-old child, how are they even going to get a shelter? People probably had all those questions, and maybe that's why Linquist is like, you know what, fuck faces. All right. I mean, Jesus, he didn't need to get crazy on us, but okay, John, here's your answer. All right, and, okay. and, and I'm gonna say this now. Actually, I have yet to to finish it too. So, right. but it was while I was researching it, and um, I, I basically got a spoiler, which I was just like, and then I, I heard the spoiler first, and I was like, whoa, 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 what, what, where did that come from? And then that's when I realized, and my brain exploded. Oh God, dang it! Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. okay. And immediately went to my library app, found it, and I'm like, ah, borrow. <laughs> So now I have to read it, but um, but yeah, if you, if if anybody's curious to continue the story, apparently oh, let um, let curious, the old please. dreams die. Um. Okay. All right. So cool. We'll cool, find cool, cool. out together, I guess. Okay. I've got a couple of I've got a, uh, just a couple of notes. So thank you. That helps. <laughs> Ish. Ish. Yes. When I read I the can't... short story, we're either gonna fight, <laughs> or, <laughs> or everything's gonna be fine. Okay. All right. Couple of couple of notes I just wrote down quickly. Um, all right, we got to talk about this because the very first scene with Oscar. I want your opinion on this. He's stabbing the tree, or sorry, he's he's in his room and he's got the knife and he's uh, in his underwear and he's saying "squeal like a pig." Mm-hmm. It's very sexualized. "Squeal like a pig" is from Deliverance. I mean, you can't hear that line mm-hmm. and not think about that. Yeah. I feel like there's this undercurrent of of sexual violence throughout the entire movie but okay. it's very subdued but it's just like like the three boys picking on Oscar and them telling him like you know that he's their little piggy you know there's there's that kind of weird dynamic um the bullying dynamic yeah, but yeah. it's almost like it's so much that it's almost sexualized you know like he's like Andy Dufresne with the sisters it's leading to, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's the sexual violence that happened to Ellie, the castration. Right. Yes. You know, then there's, it's almost like the oasis of Ellie and Oscar finding each other. Right. Is, is, is this why Ellie, like yeah. when I think about Ellie being a vampire, 250 year old vampire, mm-hmm. I feel like she can 
Rita's thought. I don't know these things, but I, I'm assuming like she can just basically identify who he is and what he's going through and his situation almost immediately. Yeah. So I, 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 like I said, I think she senses it immediately. Yeah. And then as soon as she sees the cut on his face, she's like, what happened there? You know, and he mentions like, oh, these three kids are so, and she's immediately like, you, you gotta, gotta hit back. You gotta hit back harder. You gotta hit back much harder. Yeah, oh, well, but there's three of them hit back even harder. Like we, she was like, you got, you, you can't let them do that to you. We eventually know what happened by Ellie not <clears throat> fighting back harder. Yeah. So the, or, or she, who knows if she was even able to. So, to, you know, so spoiler alert here, what you don't necessarily find out in the movie versions, either one. So Ellie says she's not a girl. Again, you can go on that, you know, she's not a human. She's not, she's not, um, you know, I thought that she's not a human. However, her story is she was turned at 12 years old because obviously they don't age. And her name is actually Elias. Yes. And she was a boy and um, apparently was castrated first and then turned. Yeah. I'm not sure I I don't remember why. Like what was what was the point of this? Like he just seemed like a they they made him seem like a fucking like like almost like the grim reaper in a way. Yeah. Like you know like right? Like cuz then you have a kid a bunch of kids lined up. Yeah. Right? So this was like just like this must have been just a a fun fr- yeah. free for all for him. I don't know. Like you have to think. Okay. But it must have been um, fucking horrible. So this would have been this would have been at the End of the 17th century. Yeah, I think they mentioned the 17th century. Okay. All right. So, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's pretty ambiguous in the book of why it's happening. Just, it's happening. Yeah. So, and I know we only learn this, and Oscar learns it too, when she kisses him. She's able to transfer her memories. That shot is incredible in the movie, where it pulls back a little bit to reveal Ellie, but Ellie now is like... She's a much older woman. Yes. It looks like, yeah, like, but so almost the, like a that's the only witch that's the only feel that they kind of give you that, yeah, where and I, I, I think in the American version they don't even kiss at all. No, so they you don't you don't get that at all. Um, you know, again, maybe it wasn't Reeves' story part to tell, but again, that's I know that's another reason why people like hate that version. The subtle things that they do with Ellie in the Swedish version to illustrate that that. She really is non-human. Yeah. You know? Just like the the lapping up of the blood, but the tongue is like extended mm-hmm. and like nasty long. And the eyes, how it's like they raccoonized and, yeah. in the dark. And, and just like, I just love those little bits. What we just mentioned, the reveal when she's kind of like mind melding, for lack of a better term with Oscar and you see you get a peek of, of how old she's she remind the makeup was so reminiscent of when Ingrid Pitt in the Vampire Lovers the Hammer Horror Classic the Vampire Lovers she eventually starts to turn into the aged Elizabeth Bathory vampire mm-hmm. you know she starts aging at the end mm-hmm. it reminded me a lot of that okay you know I got a I got a nice little Hammer Horror buzz off that for a second which you know I absolutely love but I love those little bits because they weren't they they didn't you know knock you over the head they didn't announce these things no they just very subtle and then Shannon and I were talking about in the in our dress rehearsal how you know the american version it stands on its own it's a solid movie matt reeves directed the hell out of it and and look it is what it is you know but they're very 
you know, I hate to say this, I hope it don't insult anybody, but they're dumbing this movie down for American audiences. Well, I think he just wanted to, uh, maybe not necessarily the main focus, so whatever, because I know Matt Reeves went into it, um, you know, because he saw, he, he, he knew that this was a personal story to Linquist. And, and he felt that being apparently bullied himself. And he's like, I totally get it. I get where you're coming from. And I would love to do, you know, an American version of it. And it turned out that Linquist um, really enjoyed Cloverfield and was like, yeah, have at it. Yeah. You know, and again, whether they talked about the differences that Matt Reeves planned to do. Um, again, I, I just personally think that we got the story already you know, let's have some fun with new camera angles. So, like, the way Hakan gets caught in the gym and then uh, the father, you know, in, in this version, we get that awesome car crash scene. That, 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 I think that's an amazing that, scene. That scene is the best scene in the movie. It, it it's He directs the hell out of it. Yeah. The stunt's incredible. Mm-hmm. The camera, the cinematography's incredible. That trumps the original version for sure. Yeah. Now, here's my problem with, or, or my wish, I, I guess I should say, the American version, I could have followed Richard Jenkins as the father mm-hmm. and had a movie about him. Yeah. And that would have been insanely entertaining and creepy and effective. Yeah. Like, you The garbage even... bag was his idea, was Richard Jenkins', Jenkins? idea. Dude, it's yeah. It's scary as goddamn. Yeah. It's so scary. But, like, you can still see, I feel like you could, like, even when he's, like, killing the first victim that he does successfully... Like, I feel like you can still see it, like, in, uh, I think you only really only get one eye, but, like, you can see in one eye, like, he doesn't want to be doing this. No. Like, he's not enjoying this. No. At all. No. It's just, it's only, like, necessary. No. Right? You know? I mean, again, it, it's tough when you have an actor of Richard Jenkins' caliber, uh, and then he's in the movie, but only sporadically, and then he's not in the movie, and you're like, oh, I really miss watching Richard Jenkins. <laughs> and we got another 45 minutes. But with that said, I mean, everybody did a bang-up job in the in the remake. It mm-hmm. is a solid film uh, in its own right. Mm-hmm. It's just, the original just happens to be better, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I think we, we, we yeah. That, that, they, and again, being the, a, a Swedish writer, and then, you know, go, going, keeping it in the, in Sweden, I, you know, there might have been more of an understanding of the author, where he was coming from, the places he might have been talking about, um, the culture, the environment. Um, you know, there might have been just like a better understanding and wanting to stick to as close to the book as possible, where, you know, the American version kind of went into it like, um, I don't want to use, like, not obviously taking it seriously. I think they took it very seriously, but, you know, just decided to tweak it. Yeah. Basically. Right, into well, his own project. My um, my next note is being a Renfield sucks, which is just <laughs> it just is the worst worst possible thing you could be is a Renfield. I mean, it like <laughs> it's they're both actors, both characters in both movies just are so miserable. Yeah, <laughs> so miserable with their lot in life. Yeah, but you know. Another tortured soul. Like, that's, like, and that's what it is. Like, that, that's, like, the poetry behind this story, right? So, it does follow the point of view of Oscar, but everybody else is, for the most part, their own, like, torch, like, tortured soul, you know? Like, you get a really good, you get, you, you get a lot of, of, you get, you see a lot of the different lives of the apartment complex and the surrounding neighborhood mm-hmm. with, with the drunks. I, I mean, I, 
Yeah. Assuming, like but the lo- yeah, like the, yeah, there were there were the locals, the locals, were, you know, like middle waged um, yeah. uh, society. You know, they get together. T- I think they're talking about like politics, and they you know they argue amongst themselves over what's going on in the world and blah blah blah, and they but get together. It, it and felt like a nice little community, even though it was kind of like a you know like a rundown apartment complex. You know, people kind of maybe like on their heels a little bit. Or everyone's kind of got a story of mm-hmm. why why they're there. I love that, you know. Yeah. I mean, it just fleshes it out. It made it really, really interesting. What it, you know, they chose to get rid of the um, the locals aspect in the yeah, remake. Yeah, it was just a couple that you Oscar know, happens to have a peeping I, Tom bird eye <laughs> <yeah>. view. <laughs> I would have a problem with it, but the, but they did a smart thing and they chose to replace that with this um, detective storyline. And that actor is uh, Elias Kodas. I was gonna say, and his name is Elias, yeah, and which I found interesting. But he, he, you know, this guy can hold the screen, and he's so damn interesting. He's such a great character actor. He have he have a movie with Richard Jenkins and Elias Kodas, and you're just like, oh my, it's not even my birthday, you know. <laughs> so I, I love seeing him, but I did miss the locals. I, I feel like I, that's yeah, they a had, better. They had a. Yeah, like I said, I, and again, I think it was just solely because, oh, we got it already. It's done before. I guess. And yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure. What I didn't like about the um, the remake, in his personal choice, mm-hmm. is that they gave um, they gave Ellie, like, f- stupid, janky vampire movements. Abby, yeah, they gave oh, her... Abby, uh, yeah, they gave her... Um... Like, the movements, you mean? Or... The movements. How it's, you know, it's very... It, was, it reminded me of the 90s, like that House on Haunted Hill remake... Uh, you know, with Jeffrey Rush with the, like, staccato. Like, 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 gothic, yeah. like the gothica <laughs> yeah. freaking, like, stop motion. Like, not stop motion, but, uh... But you know what I'm talking about. It's just like... <laughs> <laughs> that is the sound centers that, that, that's, it, that that's, it makes. That's what you hear. Yep. <laughs> it doesn't need it. It just doesn't need it. Vampire's scary enough, you know? And it's, it's yeah. more effective if it's just this 12-year-old girl. Yeah. And she's overpowering a larger man. That's yeah. scary enough. Yeah. They don't need the you... bee, 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 you know. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm leaving for Hollywood on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> to start my career. Don't worry, sinners. Don't worry. It's they're, happening. They're gonna love ya. <laughs> but uh <laughs> just a I think, I, I, think I know what you're talking about. I I don't know. I don't. I don't think I. I did. I didn't mind it. Okay. Honestly, All right. I get what you're saying though. That like, yeah, we didn't need it because we didn't. We didn't really get that in the Swedish version at all. Like, I'm, but she does like absolutely climb a tree at a very fast pace, and you just right. you you hear it, and all of a sudden she's up there, and like it, it's like the camera does like a smart like pan up, where you know she's too fast for the camera basically per se. If you want to go with that, and so they they played it off that way. Okay, and I'm sure there was a, a, a quick cut scene that you, you is seamless because I didn't see it. I didn't see that. Either. You know, and all of a sudden she was at the base of the tree. She went up, and then they did like a pan up where like she kind of went like behind the tree, almost kind of like when a squirrel like yeah, runs and away then from shimmies you. Shimmies right up, and but then he goes on the other side. So I I never see the squirrel like go up the tree. The so they kind of played the angle. The they pl- yeah, oh, they boy. played the angle that way. And then the, as the camera keeps panning up, all of a sudden she's at the top of the tree. All right, can I ask you a question? Yeah. I'm just peppering Shannon with questions. <laughs> this movie really confounded me. All right, but this is this is more of a general question. Vampires, mm. the only monsters that have like an exhaustive book of rules or am i missing like werewolves you just turn into a werewolf and probably don't touch silver 
Okay, there's uh, like one rule. Um, oh, okay. I see. The what mummy. You're I don't know. You know, what don't unravel. Don't unravel. You know, but there's no. <laughs> As we saw in uh in Monster Squad. Right. Um, <laughs> Phantom of the Opera. Nothing. Uh, I'm just going through the Universal Monsters, guys. Frankenstein <laughs> but like, or Frankenstein's monster, I should say. Nothing. nothing. Like there's no. Okay, but I'm okay, doing yeah, there's a lot. Stupid, there's though. a lot of rules. I'm following Universal Monsters. This, Let's talk about mythology in general. Okay. And monsters and folklore. Well, this so this one. Um, well, no, I actually no, they they do play this at other ones. Like they have to be invited in. Um, I guess. Be, uh, actually, I'm not too sure. I always so I always thought the whole like invitation coming inside because for some reason vampires were the ones uh, where there was a type of lore that were seen as like devil spawn, like demon spawn. And now, and they, and you know, and there's kind of some belief um, in the, I, I might be kind of messing this up because you know, whatever with religion. Um, but you can't let the devil control you if you don't let him in. Oh, so that's the, the invitation. That's, that's where I thought that All that right. came that. from with vampire that. lore. Okay. I, was that it, answering your question? What is the question? No, it does <laughs> no, the... like, Wait a second. Did I, did I answer anything? <laughs> Gonna have more pumpkin beer. The question, yeah, I was just gonna say, the question was, no, you definitely answered, you, yeah, I mean, you, did you answer the question? The answer is no. He did not answer the question. But, about to do a spit no, take. But, but the, the, I don't know that you can answer the question because we don't know all the folklore, but it just seems like vampires have an exhaustive list of do's and don'ts. Of, ro- of rules, Where yeah. other monsters kind of get a pass. Like, you just be just be a monster and have at it. Yeah. Where vampires are like, you gotta invite me in. Uh, I gotta be home before the sun comes up. You know, uh, I have to sleep in my own dirt, which they didn't do for this movie. Like, uh, you know. No, she like kind of like makeshifted a coffin, which is probably something she's always done. Yeah. Like utilizing the bathtub. Okay, so no dirt. But we did have yeah. the, of D- course. Dirt I've never, I haven't seen, I feel like, in too many things. It, it you know, I, I, I totally get it. But I, I remember it in like, the last thing I remember it being in is True Blood. It's huge in Last Voyage of the Demeter. Oh, okay. Well, Dracula. You okay. Know. Um, I think it's in Fright Night. I'm pretty sure it's in Fright Night. Fright Night has a lot of those rules. Okay. You know? Jerry Dandridge ha- has to be invited in. Mm. Um, That's true, yeah. You know, I mean, of course... You can use a cross, but you have to believe in you it. You have to believe in it. There's no reflection. Mm, it's interesting this movie didn't have anything to do with any religious angle, which I appreciated. I don't think it needed it. I don't think it was. I don't, don't. think it was about that. It, it it would. I it would have. Isn't it interesting? Both movies, the American version didn't lean into that at all either. No, I yeah, and I honestly think that was kind of smart because it it didn't seem to to live anywhere in their lives. Which, if it did, I don't think it would have made sense. You know, it, yeah. it's possible that uh, I don't know. I I think I think it played out without the religion just fine. Me too. Yeah, I Me think too. I don't think it needed it. It would have been hat on a hat. We don't need it. Yeah, it would. It might have been out of place. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we'll just sinners. If you know of any other mon- monster that has a worse uh, list of of rules than a vampire, by all means, educate us. Do you think that's why they glamorize them most of the time? Yeah. 
Cause it's you know, like, like it's oh, it's cool to be a vampire. I'm like, but is it? it yeah. <laughs> like, is it's it? It's totally not. It's like there are just so many friggin' rules, and then it just seems like you know you can't. Who you, you say goodbye to a Snickers? This, that's, you know, that upsets <laughs> no! me the most. <laughs> I would totally sit out until the sun comes up. It, nope. <laughs> it just it does. It, it it just bugs me so much. The I always feel sorry for vampires. That that's it. They're just blood. Okay, good mm. for you. Mm. All right. Mm. You know what's delicious? Everything but blood. <laughs> Everything is better than blood. Everything else is just fantastic. But that's just me. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. That I, I needed. I just was curious about that in case I was missing something. Yeah. Like you were gonna be like, oh no, the Tasmanian Devil. Oh, but I, but I did want to. <laughs> But I did, I did want to bring up to the, uh, just another thing that I really enjoy about this story. Mm-hmm. Um, again, whatever version you want to even say is the fact that she is, um, that, that this is not glamorized at all. She no. is indeed like, this is 180 a, degrees a monster. in the other direction. Yeah. Like she is indeed a monster, um, that, yeah, I mean, I mean, she's forced to be one, I get, you know, like she has to live on blood. So I, I totally get that. But, uh, but yeah, but she's not like, even when he sees her, like he tells her like, you smell funny. Like, you know, she doesn't see the point of looking nice and bathing and like, there's no point. Like what, why? where does she go? She doesn't go anywhere. And also everything's on that sliding scale of blood intake. When she does feed, she looks so much better. Yeah. Hair's actually done and her skin is not blotchy and it looks, you know, nice and, and she doesn't doesn't look sickly. Yeah. 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 So I love that, that the further away she got from feeding the worse that she looked, it was just such a nice little touch. Mm -hmm. But, um, so I agree with you that I think my absolute love for this movie is that like near dark, Mm -hmm. near dark though, they're like, nihilistic sociopaths that are just cutting a swath through the through the west and they're just like they're like hedonists you know okay where ellie is more of an accurate depiction because it's just lonely and and you're constantly moving around and you know why would you want to keep going on yeah so but that brings up an interesting point as well because you're like, well, Ellie, you have full, full control over your end date mm-hmm. if you choose so. Yeah. So, like... She chooses to survive, which is yeah. a... Um, which I actually find interesting on her as well. Like, even though she's just kind of... Yeah, just, just floating through life, hope you know hoping somebody helps her out, you know, is engaged in whatever, you know, because I really don't think she personally enjoys Hakan's company. Oh, I don't think so at all. I, you know, in, you know, it's, I don't know, maybe, maybe in the American version, again, the way they play it off is maybe she did at some point. Um, But in the original version, I don't think she did at all. And, Typically, they, I think she mentions, like, the, you know, like, oh, like, you know, older men, certain men, you know, that have yeah. a certain yep. Yep, yep, yep. liking, um, yep. they were the easiest ones to, uh, you know, for her to get them to take care of her, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I, I bring that up that Ellie can end this at any time and just walk out in the sunlight because, uh, uh, Gina, Gina, oh my Ginia, the local the, of the group of locals drinking locals. Oh, Virginia. 
She Virginia, sorry. Virginia, yeah, yeah, yeah. They call her like Virginia for short. Yeah, yeah, but it's Virginia. I mean, she she realizes what is happening, mm-hmm. or or, or she's I, like I that girl even, infected me somehow. I shouldn't yeah. even say realizes, but she's like, I'm not me. Mm-hmm. I'm not well. And I'm I'm becoming something else. Knows that she can end it and does chooses. That's a conscious choice. Could you please open the blinds? Yep. What a great scene. Yep. Oh my god. Yep. I mean, talk about the flame shooting up and and then spilling over the ceiling. It's. Like, you see that for the first time, and you're like, what is happening here? <laughs> the oh, nur- my God. The, the nurse said that, too, before she went on fire. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, oh, it films so well. Oh, my God. I, just, I really do love this movie. So, you know, you have conscious choices of, okay, you know, I can end it. I can keep going on. Of course, Ellie keeps going on. Then, you know, we've talked about, okay, Oscar is going to be the next in line of familiars. Not arguing whether or not there is actual affection there. I think there is. I I believe that there turns out to be. Like I said, maybe not in the very beginning. I think it's like, it's like any other love story of them coming together like so so oscar eventually finds out what she is even her um you know like you kind of assume that you know maybe he finds out her story again they don't really give that to you in the movie version you have to kind of know it from the book version but he sees through that he he sees all of that he sees her physically kill somebody uh, you know whatever and he still like looks at her and adores her, and he loves her, and he'll do anything for her. He's got and puppy I, love. And I think he's twelve. He's I, got puppy love. I get yeah. that. And I think in turn, I think in turn, she she falls for him too. It's I think it's possible that she started to leave to protect him. Like the body count is rising, people are starting to notice. Hey, this didn't fucking happen until you came along. Hakan screws everything up. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. So yeah, she's pretty much has to has yeah. to beat it. There is a scene that where they do kiss they do kiss yes. after um that scene where you you have to invite me in and it's very graphic she starts to bleed yes it's another thing i was always curious what if they just come in and that's the that's the only rule like i've ever seen that happen where, right? where everybody else like it was almost like a shield like they couldn't physically get through yeah you know this was great oh it was yeah great. so so th- there is this scene which leads me to agree with you that there is affection there and there is some sort of genuine love because they kiss, and of course, Oscar is kissing with his eyes closed, and it's probably and it's his first kiss, and and Ellie's eyes are open, and it's like almost very like predator because she's just looking at him. Then she does close her eyes, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm like, oh, okay. I think there is some genuine affection there. It's I, it, it it's very confounding. <laughs> it really is, and I cannot believe that when I really peel the onion back, I'm like, why am I rooting for a 250 year old vampire to fall in love with a 12 year old boy? Because you can't help it. I just yeah it, yeah, yeah no I you're fucking me up with this short story now. I wish I read it, and now I'm gonna read it tonight, and you're in a lot of trouble, man. <laughs> It's going to text me at like 3 o'clock in the morning. Are you kidding me? <laughs> 50,000 exclamation points. So, okay. So, um, I, I want to bring up the kiss. Oh, I wrote another note. Oscar's runny nose is a real fucking problem for me in this movie. We all knew that kid growing up who just never wiped his goddamn nose. Yep. Oh my God. I, I'm not going to say the name, but I had this kid sit, and, sit behind me in math class in 10th grade. And every day I'd turn around and I'd say, blow your fucking nose. (laughs) 
just half a pound of snot on this kid's lip. And the kid was fine. There was nothing wrong with this kid. He had, he absolutely had the ability to blow his nose. He just chose not to. And then Oscar's giving me those vibes. So I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I was being triggered all over again. <laughs> like I just want to take your, just take your nose. And I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna say the name, but you know who you are. <laughs> God damn you for not blowing and wiping your nose. And if you're a number one fan, thank you. Oh yes, please. Oh, I own it. And that is C I N F U L underscore. <laughs> so that 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 was a problem for me. I I had many moments with that. But all right. Okay. So my last, my, my last did you, note for did, you. Did your eyes start twitching? I just, I was like, come on, please, please, please. Just do you have a sleeve. <laughs> for fuck's sake, Oscar. Uh, but it just, it just, it, it, it did illustrate just like the helplessness and patheticness of Oscar that it was effective. Yes. Okay. So let's get to the bully's death scene. I yes. wrote down the bully's death scene is so good and so satisfying and so very Stephen King, which mm-hmm. we which we brought up. Mm-hmm. Kill those kids! Yeah. <laughs> Three exclamation points! Kill those bastards! I mean, you have to love a movie that just says, "Yeah, we're gonna go everywhere." Yeah, we're they, go there's, everywhere. Yeah, there's fuckers. The, yeah, there's I don't know. The way this this scene is filmed is so good. It's just so good. Everything is so crazy lit because you're in this, you know, aqua center, whatever it is. Yeah. And, every- and I, th- I think they kind of filmed it the same way, too. Like, where both the kids were, like, on a trapeze where they were dipped into the pool. Okay. Um, And, you know, and then they took, like, body parts. And, you know, obviously, you know, pra- press prosthetic heads, arms, li- limbs now, of all kinds. And they just threw them in the pool. I didn't see this in the movie theater. I saw this on streaming. Okay. And I probably watched that scene a dozen times. Yeah. Because the first time I saw it, I was like, are you are you kidding me with this? Are you kidding me that somebody... I mean, I, I get it that they had the blueprint of the book, but somebody finally filmed a vampire attack the way you think it would actually happen. Yeah. Just absolute, pun intended, batshit chaos. Yeah. And carnage. And... I, it, it makes me think again. I, I got to go back to Stephen King. There's a short story, in The Night Flyer, that you got to read if you haven't read it. Yeah, it's I know so, of it. I never read. Oh it. Oh my god, it's it's such a great short story. I haven't watched the movie. I got to find that. But anyway, it is about this just carnage, yeah. limbs ripped out, eyeballs, you know, just everywhere. And this finally, I saw a movie that instead of like a stake through the heart and someone gets bit on the neck and it's all very. You know, it's kind of chased in comparison to what we finally got with this movie. Yeah, I just move. It's 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 oh, it's definitely about what you didn't see. And again, because yes, that you know, like again, because this is all supposed to be Oscar's point of view. So you're with him under the water, yeah. hearing what he's hearing. The muffled. He's not panicking at all. The muffled. <laughs> yeah, no, Oscar seems to be like in his own little world. He's like, yeah. I think I can do three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna stay out here for a little longer. It's just—I um, mean, he has been training for fuck's this sake. This is true. This is true. <laughs> and then the fact that there's that one little kid who, like, he just doesn't even want to be part of the bully group, but he just goes along with everything. And I'm trying to remember in the American version, like, no, all three of everyone dies, right? Goes. Yeah. Well, there's not—they they don't have that kid in the American version. They got—they got rid of him, but he's still there, covering his eyes. Like, there's just so many yeah. incredible. 
elements to that scene mm-hmm. and how it plays out. And a couple of different scenes. Like, that one kid, like, definitely, he didn't want to be, he didn't want to bully. Like, why are you friends? No, like, he was, were... he was probably asking himself that. Like, why am I friends with these fucking it's, kids? It's, it's just this insane circle of bullying. The the, the, the the shitty lead bully is being bullied by his Connor, older brother. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Con. The other two uh, junior bullies, they they would probably be friends with Oscar, but they're being bullied by the the, the jerky kid. Yeah. Like, it's just... And then it resonates because you're just like, ah, oh, yes. Oh, yes. High school. <laughs> you yeah. know? Or mm-hmm. middle school. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, no, this checks out. Yep. So, but the, their sweet comeuppance... It's so oh, delicious. It's so good. It's, so good. it's so good. Yeah. And then we're on the train. And then you know how I feel about that. But now I gotta read this fucking short story <laughs> and you're tormenting my life. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, obviously it ended that way. Um, you know, it was very on purpose because it was just, um, you know, at the time. I mean, I don't think Lindquist um, knew at the time that he was gonna try to do a sequel. Maybe he didn't even realize, like, how big this story would get. You know, there's a lot of those, you know, I think with authors. Like, oh, no, I, just, I wrote it because it was very personal to me. Yeah. And, you know, and then people, like, just sense the poetry and and tend to get drawn to it with i I absolutely understand that for sure so i just uh wait where was i going with that i lost my train of thought (laughs) no i think he wrote the ending with um to you know for your imagination to find you know to, to just imagine what could happen next uh but linquist did go in with it saying that because it like you, it could be a tragic ending. It could be a happy ending. Like you, you can determine either one. I haven't to, landed to Linquist. On one yet. To Linquist, it was a happy ending. By the way, I have a, I have a cheat for us. Whenever we lose our train of thought, <laughs> we just say, and that is why the eighties are the best. <laughs> trail off to a completely different subject yes <laughs> so i consider this one of the best vampire movies ever made for, yeah. for my top three would be um let the right one in near dark i'm a huge fright night fan i love fright night i think fright night's up there for me Let's 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 expand it to top five. Are you going Lost Boys? So I absolutely love Lost Boys. But is um, that in the top five? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, okay. It's, okay. it's in my top five okay. for sure. Oh, uh, Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Top five. I was gonna say yeah. Yeah, that me too. Yeah, it's me up too. there. All right, so I only have one more slot left. So, and I have to admit, I only just because I enjoy the story, I have to kind of go with Thirty Days of Night. I okay. Loved that right. movie. Tell me with a good time, why don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. That film is so nihilistic. Yeah. Ah. But also a very beautiful ending. Yeah. I actually. Yeah. Oh, I like that ending. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a mush for that one. Yeah. Oh, wait, all right. Hold on. I wrote some down. Let me let me just make sure we're not missing one. Um. And Josh Hartnett had a better haircut. He did. He finally got normal human <laughs> boy hair. Josh Hartnett kisses all over your face. Oh, he's a delicious little man. He's actually 15 feet tall. I was going to say, he's very tall, actually. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I, I have to throw these at you. They're not in my top five, but where do you fall on the um, Christopher Lee Hammer Horror Dracula? Like, Horror Dracula. Um, Brides of Dracula is Hammer, but Christopher Lee's actually not in it. But that one's a banger. Sinners, Brides of Dracula. If you haven't seen it, oh boy howdy, you gotta see this movie. <laughs> so good. 
It's got Peter Cushing as Van Helsing, so mm-hmm. no Christopher Lee, but you get Peter Cushing. Yeah. So I think um, they might have. Not that they're bad. I just I, they might just be a little outdated for me. I guess. Okay. I don't. I, that's, no, I got you. I, that's really the only thing I can say about okay. it. Okay. That's no, it. No. Just wanted to know. know where you where you yeah. fell on those. If everything else that we just named maybe didn't exist. <laughs> Then yeah, it'd be the most amazing Dracula uh, uh, vampire movie of all time. You were just like, but... if there was no such thing as food, <laughs> dirt would be delicious. <laughs> okay, all right, they're only my favorite movies of all time. But okay, well, you... soon as you're listening to the last episode of Simple Gods. <laughs> what about? All right, I'm gonna throw. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is the last one I'm going to throw at you. Okay. And then then we'll wrap up and we'll do Smash or Trash. Yeah, I was going to say, we have to do our Smash or Trash, yeah. Okay, Salem's Lot. I never saw Oh my God. Yeah. I know, I know. Oh my God. I know, I'm about to light. Oh my God. That's me lighting on fire. Okay, <laughs> promise me you'll watch. Oh, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, gonna, you're saying that. I'm going to watch it. I feel no, like no, if it's... you were going to watch it, you would have done it by now. I was, I was hoping you didn't ask. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> but here we are. Here's... But yeah, no, shame on me. I'm sorry. There's two versions there's a rob Lowe version and there's the original david soul do the david soul yes um there is a movie that was directed that was that was made <laughs> of salem's lot that is now in limbo oh it makes me very nervous for the quality of that film hmm. when it keeps getting pushed back yeah same it's never a good sign not a good sign no uh so it's kind of like morbius how that kept getting yeah. pushed back and we know how that turned out yeah mm. yeah we do yes mm. so spoiler alert not a good vampire film <laughs> yeah i don't even like i'm like is it a vampire but anyway <laughs> fuck you marvel we're coming for you <laughs> well we're not marvel we're not please don't sue um okay salem's lot is it's a made for tv movie so it kind of sometimes it gets knocked out of the you know the, the lineup um but you got to watch it, and we'll circle back at a later date. Okay, yeah, I'm sure we'll we'll dedicate an episode to uh, to it. It's funny though that, like in my mind, I there are so many vampire movies. Like my theory is, there's like three, four good werewolf movies. Hmm. There's lots of them, but there's only like good let's ones. say four or five. Yeah, I feel like there's a good dozen to two dozen solid vampire movies yeah. with like an all time top five. Just yeah. Because Absolute there's many bangers. and there's many versions that I enjoy. Like I actually really enjoyed the first two Underworlds. Okay. Honestly, I mean, I granted that's both okay. technically, but I think that was a solid story, and the way it was executed was was really well done. Like okay. I enjoyed the first two. The after, mm, I have to bring up Twilight. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm gonna I, go. I'm like, wait, and I'm like, I could, I'm like, how many insulting words, and I'm just gonna sum it up. No. I'm gonna insult everyone. <laughs> Fuck Twilight. Yeah. Fuck Twilight. I, uh, yeah, and I even, like, read the books, too, and when, here's a thing, now, here's a thing, like, because, um, just in case anybody's like, but wait, you went and thought. So here's, okay, I did. I went and saw all the movies in okay. the movie theaters. Now, it was always a girl's night out. Okay. It was a couple of girlfriends. We would go out to dinner. We grabbed some drinks. No need to justify. And then we would go in the theaters and we would laugh our asses off at, I mean, the, at, the, at the atrocity that we saw. Right. And, um, and, you know, and don't get me wrong, because I'm a huge Robert Pattinson fan. Sure. Was it the reason I went? No. I, I, was, I, I heard the books got a big buzz. 
And then I started reading the books. Okay. And I, at first I was kind of like, I mean, it was okay. It was a cute story. But then I'm like, you know, and then as it kept going, I was like, what is happening? What is, what is happening? What's going on? And then the way it, like, like I said, we, we had a good time laughing. In the this is the only thing I'll give Twilight mm-hmm. because it really, you can't like 30 Days a Night and Salem's Lot and let the right one in mm-hmm. and then also be like, but I also love Twilight. You just can't. <laughs> you just Because one is just graphic and like, this is what it's re- really like. As I say about something, pretend. But, you know, this is an accurate depiction, again, about something pretend. <laughs> you know? But you know what I'm saying? I that it's it. just, it's, it's the warts and all, and there's they're not romanticizing anything. You could pick up on some romantic elements, but they're not doing it purposefully. And then this movie is just like, you know, glowing and all that no, stuff, th- shimmering. Th- this is the, this, this, I feel like Twilight was solely, like, what is going on in a high school girl's mind i just want to find like the perfect boyfriend yeah who is infatuated with me and he's only cares about me and because i can't tell you how many stories that i heard where these girls would um you know like high school age girls would get mad at their boyfriends because they simply didn't act how edward acted (laughs) God. <laughs> without without going into the details of their stories because it doesn't matter. These girls never came across a moody sixteen year old teenage boy. Where but, are you looking? But Edward wasn't. Oh, Edward kisses on your shimmering face. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> so all right, we're getting. We're getting but more. anyway, we're going way off topic. We're getting that, off that, there, there's, that's all there is to say. I was just Twilight. curious, but but I will say this about it. Look, gateway horror. Sure, okay. Okay, we'll give you that. Are you ready to play Smash or Trash? I'm totally ready to play Smash okay. and Trash. Smash or Trash? Smash or Trash? Yeah, obviously, not Smash and Trash. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole I lo- love it, and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, got, we, got, we just got like a, like a quick dozen. All right, so Sinners Play at Home, Smash or Trash. Now, these are, these are like... Um, B-grade vampire movies. Okay. That doesn't mean they're bad. Just B-grade. Like, you know, not top tier-ish. So, all right, you ready? Okay. Okay. I'm going to start out with Smash the Trash, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm assuming the movie, right? Yeah. I uh, Smash. Okay. Okay. I, I love ne- that movie. I, 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 I your shit. I never saw it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, I get this series was probably one of the best series I've ever seen on oh, television. Oh, so it's double smash. It's kind of a double smash. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hung Ridley Scott's The Hunger, with David Bowie, Catherine Deneuve, Susan Sarandon. Never saw it. I don't think I ever saw it. All right, Sinners has a smash. Okay. <laughs> um, Ethan Hawke, Daybreakers. I love that movie. Yeah, that's a smash. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Smash. Yeah. Uh, 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 Luke Evans, Dracula Untold. Oh, is that the one where um, it, it, it he was Vlad the Impaler? Yup. And then I, I loved that one. Smash. I like it. Yeah. I'm gonna be Smash Light, but we're smashing it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a very interesting take on that story. Okay. Yeah, I liked it. This one gets... A, all right, you got to bear with me on this one now. <laughs> Underworld original. Uh, number one. Oh, well, I already said it. Smash it. Number two. Smash. Number three. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> trash. Absolute trash. Um. Four. Does it go four? Trashier. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right, two smash. Awful. Two trash. Awful. And the only thing I can Wait, say... which one's the one I like? The Romeo and Juliet. Is that two? 
the werewolves, it, it takes place back in the day. Oh, wait, I'm sorry, I skipped one. My apologies. I'm three, sorry, three I, might be good. I was following the, I was following Selena's story only. I forgot, the third one is the, back in the day. My apologies, I did like the third one. I love that one. My apologies. Okay. So it's four and five. Okay. Then, because that continues Selena's story, and all I have to say, CGI werewolves. Yeah. And the story was meh. Three smash, two yeah. trash. my apologies, I, I, I got that mixed up. Fright Night. Smash. Fright Night 2. I know I saw it. I need a scene to, oh. to bring back my memory. Or maybe... Roller skating, vampire. Oh, no, trash. Okay. <laughs> doesn't, wait, doesn't the werewolf get killed by a rose? The best scene <laughs> in the movie one? is when he's... The guy on roller skates? <laughs> when, she, when the girl closes the window on his, on his paws, and he's like, oh, they're And he falls into the bushes. Okay, you're giving it a trash. <laughs> I'm giving it a smash. I mean, I guess it depends on the mode, I guess. Because you could definitely play, like, a drinking game. It's one of those drinking game movies. Like, I will totally watch this piece of garbage. Oh, it is not a smash. I just can't. I just, I have a soft spot for it. But In it a, is total it, trash. I, I, and I, and I totally agree with you on that. I, I get it. But no, but as a whole, it's trash. It's trash. <laughs> okay. We talked about Twilight. We're trashing. It's true. Trash or trash. Oh, yeah. All right. John Carpenter's Vampire. like it i don't i didn't love it i didn't love it yeah 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 is there is there is there in the middle is recycle (laughs) this game is called smash or trash (laughs) added is that like is there is there okay you can you can recycle you can recycle because, yeah because it's I, de- I definitely didn't love it um but it, it's not like it, it was better than friday night too <laughs> she's got a point centers as much as her words hurt and it's better, <laughs> point, and it it's better, better than twilight come on it is entertaining as hell and as gory as hell yeah it's just, it's just but it doesn't land like it's it, just kind of and then you're like you got that the john carpenter lineup and you're like oh where do i put this one yeah yeah okay yeah. all right um life force Toby Hooper's Life Force, Vampires from Space. I never saw it. Okay. I am... I think, I want to say, I technically, uh, I, not technically, I I trashed it when I saw that trailer, and I just never watched it. But I, but that's not fair. So it's, it's a campy, bonkers movie. I gotta smash it. Okay. But that could be through the lens of nostalgia. Okay. I haven't seen it in a while. It could be trash. But anyway, okay. So it's uh, <laughs> so recycling bin for now. Okay, a couple of oldies here okay. now. Okay. okay. We have Vampire Circus. Never saw it. Okay, that's a smash. Okay. And you gotta check that one out. Okay. Um, Twins of Evil. I never saw that either. That's a smash. Gotta oh. check that one out. Okay. These are the these are the sweet spot of vampire movies from Hammer Horror during the sixties where like everyone looks like they just got out of like everyone looks like keith moon <laughs> or, anyway, like their their inspiration was who should he look like he should look like Mick Jagger, you know and it's just a lot of fun a lot of almost orange blood which i adore in these uh hammer horror movies but they're fun okay so what about blackula did i watch that in full i don't think i watched it in full because i couldn't take it seriously so that might be a trash. All right, trash. I'm gonna. Me. I'm smashing Blackula, and I'm also smashing Scream Blackula Scream. I just love those movies. Okay, okay. ready for the last two. Okay. 
No, sorry, last one. Okay. From Dust Till Dawn. Oh, I love that movie. That's a smash. That's a smash. That's a smash. Okay. That's all I got for you. All right. I think we had a... We had a... But that... Look, just proving my point. There are so many vampire movies, and the majority of them are pretty damn good. Yeah, I would have to agree. All right. Cool, 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 cool. All right. Look, Sinners, I think we sussed out this vampire movie pretty well. This is one in an endless <laughs> list of vampire movies that we're going to have to get to. Okay, not... But this really stands out on its own. It's, it's definitely worth checking out. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Okay. We're going to do another vampire movie. We already have our lineup for like the next six movies. But we'll do another vampire movie eventually. I'm sure. We'll come across one. What would you like to do? Can I throw one out there? Sure. Lost Boys. Oh, cool. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. We're going to get the Lost Boys. I was thinking either that one or um, 30 Days of Night. No, 30 Days of Night. I like yours better. Okay. Because I want to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know, I know I'm going to see Lost Boys at some point on like Fear Fest or whatever, but I definitely want to watch that. Also, oh, uh, Hard right turn here, Sinners. David Slade, who directed 30 Days of Night, actually has a new movie out called Dark Harvest that's on video on demand. It got dropped on, on, you know, video. Right. Instead of a theatrical release. I'm hearing good things about it. Okay. This is the guy who did 30 Days a Night, and I'm hearing it's crazy gory. Okay. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, I just wanted to put that on your radar, because David Slade also, you know what he, what he directed the hell out of as well? Hannibal. Not the movie, the series. With Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, okay. He did a lot of those episodes. Okay. Yeah, okay. I like David Slade. He's a good dude. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Oh, it's, sun's coming up. We got to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, too, by the time this airs, um, happy Halloween. Oh, yeah. Happy Halloween. This is our Halloween episode. <laughs> Have fun. Mm -hmm. Stay safe. Eat all your candy. Watch a lot of horror movies. Yeah. You know? Okay. As always, Jen, why don't you take us out of here? That's a cut. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> why? <laughs> It's almost time, kids. The clock is ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon, and remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it. And don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.